Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and I'm here, just you and me today. We are going to be talking about a question that comes up a lot, um, certainly when people first dive into their human design. Um, this is a question or a uh, can be a particular gripe that comes up. And so you run your human design chart and you wonder, can this be wrong? Can my human design be wrong? Could I be totally, could this be totally off? Because what happens is there's there's two things that happen generally when you run your human design chart. You kind of go one way or you go the other, which is to uh, to say that either I feel totally seen and completely and totally seen. Oh my God, this is like looking into my soul or you're super mad, you're disappointed and you wonder this, this something has to be wrong. <laughs> Some coordinates have to be wrong. Something is not correct. You start questioning whether the doctor put the right time on your birth, on your birth certificate, um, all of these things. And they're all totally normal. And what happens is a lot of people can and do come around to the first one, that if you stick with your design, because here's the beauty of human design, first of all. Um, and this is something that a lot of people ask too, is like, you know, what do I have to believe in? You know, they start digging into, you know, where did human design come from? Is it a cult? Is it this? Is it that? And wondering what is it? And the truth is it's a mechanical system. It requires absolutely no beliefs. It just needs you to, it only requires that you try, that you try to experiment. It is an experiment is how it's described. It is the human design experiment. And it is a system, a mechanical system for you to use and to see if it works for you. And what happens is most people that that do at least take that step into experiment end up coming around to that first one and say, oh my God, I feel totally seen. I feel totally and completely in, in my element now, maybe possibly for the first time, or maybe since they were a child. Um, but the other one is fine too, because if you're super mad and you're disappointed and you're questioning it, that's good too, because that's maybe what you need. Maybe that's what your soul was calling out for, is for a little bit of questioning. And what that does is it prompts you, if you start wondering whether this is, whether it's correct, whether um, whether your design is right or wrong, um, you know, you can you can throw human design away and dismiss it. You can have a crisis, um, but the truth is, is that that crisis, all of those things, all of those questions, any of these things are beautiful. Whether you think that this is exactly it's speaking to your soul, or you think that it's completely and totally wrong, as long as it sparks something, it is beautiful because that's all human design is meant to do. It's meant to ignite a spark in you. It's meant to activate you in a certain way that causes you to question something, to question the way you've been doing things, to question the way you have been perceiving things, to question the way that you have looked at yourself, to question your relationships, to question things in a healthy way that just invites you to 
open things up. Because if you're at all in, you know, you're diving into this, and I've had people come to me and say, you know, I don't believe in personality tests. And that's not what this is. It's not a personality test because it's meant to be used. So many of these personality tests, there's like one very simple application for them, or it tells you uh, some very general knowledge about yourself, but not, not necessarily driving you to operate any differently. Not really telling you how you can make your life better through following that particular quiz or whatever it is that 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 you took uh, that that told you something about yourself. Um, a lot of them are very limiting. And what human design is really meant to do is to get you questioning things so that you start operating in alignment with your energy. Because human design, these are these are the things that stand out to me. Um, and if you are questioning whether yours is correct or you're or you hate it, I hated mine at first. I was so disappointed. <laughs> when I first ran my chart, I was like, this is unremarkable. I thought this was gonna show me, I thought it was gonna tell me more about who I wanted to be. The truth is, is that the truth was there. The truth is, is that the truth was there that when I, when I read it, when I started to dive into it, I was, I, I, I saw the truth in it. I just didn't like the truth that I saw. I wasn't happy with the answers that I got. I wasn't happy with the validation of some of the things that I perceived as weaknesses. I perceived I wanted to be a manifester. Most of us do. Weirdly, I wanted to be a manifester and I wanted to be a projector, which are totally different things. And the truth is that I, 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 what I have come to see is that I just see beauty in all of these different types. I see, I see how each of these has their own unique strength, including my own design. But, and this happens with so many of my clients too, that even the ones, you know, on, on both sides of the spectrum, the ones that are like, this is so me. And then the others that are more skeptical, they, it starts to open up a line of questioning and inquiry in their mind, in their energy that gets them wondering, well, what could that be? What could this mean? And that is the reason you took the test in the first place. It's the reason you put your birthday and your birth time in because you are curious about yourself. Something isn't working in your life or you don't feel completely seen, well-utilized, recognized. You don't feel like you are in your total and complete power. Maybe you're burnt out. Any of these things, it opens up the pieces of you that need to be opened. It helps you step into a greater sense of yourself. So one of the big standouts, I think, with human design is that when you start to dive into your design, it's it's really about this, this incredibly radical sense of self-love and self-acceptance, accepting of yourself and loving. I would say like human design teaches you how to love the shit out of yourself, every piece, every bit, and see it as something beautiful and intentional, that you are intentionally designed a certain way. So I want you to see that even if you're disappointed in something, that actually this is what it's leading to. You questioning something, you're like, that's not me. That's not me. Or that's not what I want to be. 
it gets you coming around to either looking for something that's beautiful in the thing that you are saying you don't want to be you, or something that you're denying that is you is even the question of how is this me? I don't see that. It's it's the worm in your brain kind of like niggling at you, wonder, you know, making you wonder, well, how could this apply? And that is how the door starts to open and how you begin to walk through it and see a whole new world. Okay. Um, and then it also, like I've always said that, that human design, it allows you to be, by showing you who you are, who you were designed to be, and it shows you who you are not designed to be, meaning the areas that you're probably pouring a lot of energy into incorrectly, we can be anything. It is not meant to limit you, but it is meant to show you where misalignment will show up. And we get to such detail by looking at a misaligned gate or looking at a misaligned channel or a misaligned center or you know the grand misalignment of not following your strategy, which is draining your energy doesn't mean you can't do that thing. It's just going to show you a different route to get there. It's going to show you how you could possibly get there in a way much faster, much easier, with much greater joy and greater results at the end. Why? Because you're in your higher frequency when you're not acting as the what we call the not self. Because when you stop trying to be who you think you should be, when you stop trying to be who you're not designed to be, then you're free to be who you are, who you were designed to be. And that's the beautiful, beautiful thing. So I have a little story about a client just to kind of give you a picture of how this can work for somebody to be kind of like, that's not me. I don't get where that's coming from or be super disappointed because she fell into all of those categories. She's pretty, pretty annoyed um, in our, in the Limitless Entrepreneur um, that's my group coaching program. She's a client in there and I'm not going to out her with her name, but um, we were working on, we we work on building out your brand, building out your offers, building out your business according to your design, not to limit you, but to highlight your strengths. And this particular client, she came in and she found out that she had this, we, we used the gene keys and we use human design. I use them in conjunction to, to help us get to very specific energy about each person. This is how we get it to be very unique to you. And we develop what I call your genius brand. And we were going through this process with, with my client and this, she, she heard about her, we were diving into her conscious sun gate which is 70% of your energy, which I use to be kind of the, it's your life's theme. It is your life's work. In the Gene Keys, it's known as your life's work, which is the kind of the overall theme of your life. Now, I understand being being disappointed in the life's work theme um, at first, (laughs) because mine is the gate of confusion. Who the hell wants to have that as their life works, life's work? Confusion. I was just like, and and the truth is, I saw I saw the truth in it. I saw it. I wasn't sitting there saying that wasn't me. I was just like, no. But through me 
contemplating and that's what the gene keys is about and that's honestly what human design is human design is the mechanical system to go out there and start using this information and using your energy correctly and the gene keys is the contemplation aspect to see what these energies really mean specifically to you what doors do they open up in you that's why i love the term gene keys because they really are keys that open up doors to yourself, to deeper and deeper aspects of yourself that you you would never get to any other way. Um, And it's just this beautiful unfolding of who you are. So for me, by contemplating the gate of confusion, which the gift is imagination, um, it's the the gate of the artist, that's the archetype of the artist. I, I so resonated with this and it so opened me up to freely be that and to step out with that front and center in my brand, with that being um, a, a key piece of what I do, and quite frankly, it's it's my 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 north star. It is my guiding purpose in life, where I'm like I, I I know that this is what I'm rooted in, and I also know by knowing the shadow, I know how to transmute that shadow. I know that when it shows up, I know how to handle it, and that means seventy percent of my energy is in alignment. So I'm able to transcend that misalignment so quickly now where I'm like, oh, I noticed the confusion coming up. What do I have to do? I have to release it and I have to step into imagination and I have to, and and I I know the shifts that I need to make to change that for myself in, in just a moment. I've gotten so good at that. I can just shift that in a moment, but my client, so we're going through hers and she gets to her conscious son and we're, we're reading, I'm explaining how this is her life's work. And it's the gate 59, which is the gate of intimacy. Um, And it's the way of intimacy in in the gene keys. And she was just like, I don't know what this is. Now, if you read some of this stuff, (laughs) um, if you go to some of the original writings uh, around the I Ching, or or, which is where all these gates kind of originate from. Um, if you go to the original writings, you there's a lot of sexual <laughs> energy and about mating and reproduction when you talk about the 59th gene key in the 59th uh, gate. And she was just like, I don't understand what any of this is. This doesn't resonate at all. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what we're talking about. And she just kind of, she was open. She was open to the process, but she was definitely in that category of like, this doesn't sound right at all. And I'm, she was frustrated by it. She's also a manifesting generator. So she got frustrated by not feeling like this was, this was working easily for her. And this wasn't, this wasn't just like an, um, some people hear their life's work and they're like, I knew it. That's it. Yep. And it gives them this free pass to go and be that way and to lean further into that. And she was just like, I have no idea what this means. Now, when you hear intimacy, you know, you think about sexual intimacy, and especially if you read how it's written, you're thinking that even more. And for her, she was just like, I that's I don't know how my brand is around like sexual intimacy. But when we start to contemplate things a little bit differently, and I, I want you to see, and the reason I'm bringing up this story is her strategy and her type and her, her type and her strategy and authority seem to resonate for her. She's like, I'm, she's a manifesting generator. She's emotional authority. She understood the waiting part. She understood the response. But when it came to some of her specific energies, we went a little bit deeper. She started to question it, reject it, but she was open. She remained open. 
So she was starting to try to turn that key and to see what it meant to her. And we worked on a few other gates, and sometimes the other gates can give some context to the ones that don't make sense. Some of them we get some, we're like, okay, these I see. And then that can help you inform the bigger picture and start to make the other ones make a little bit more sense. And some of them take a little while to open up, but that's what this process is about. So by her hearing intimacy and by us talking about it a little bit, and opening up some ways that you can look at it about look at it because intimacy yes it can mean intimacy physical intimacy it can mean sexual intimacy it can mean emotional in- intimacy it can mean you know drawing people going inward to yourself personal intimacy it can mean getting closer to yourself it can mean going inward rather than connecting with things in the outside material world it can mean a more personal connection to things. It can mean processing trauma, processing the things that have gone on inside. That's an intimate bond. That's an intimate relationship that might be doing it with someone else that might be doing it for yourself. So many ways that this can go. And she remained open. And then she had an interview. She actually got interviewed on, on NPR And we used these, as she was preparing for the interview, we used these keys. And I I said to her, I was like, you're in a, I'm like, when I think of NPR, I think of a very intimate conversation. She was a little nervous about this and she did amazing. Um, But I think about this like intimate conversation. It's this quiet, it feels like you're in this quiet space, like you're spying on a conversation. Um, it feels very close. It feels very personal. And we just use some of these keys to highlight how she could approach this interview. And it opened up a whole new way for her. And I do believe that this and some of her offers, we've been working on one-on-one offers, some ways where she can draw people closer, that she could see this as an innate strength that people will, not only she can see in herself, but that others will see in her, that her trying, her creating an intimate space won't feel at all strange. People won't question it. It'll feel very authentic to her and they'll want to be a part of it because it's authentic energy to her. As long as she's in the as long as she's in the higher frequency of that energy. And because it's about being transparent intimacy, it's about being honest and open. And just the process of contemplating this, it opened her up. And it's led her down a whole different path and kind of just created this space for her to be more intimate with herself. And so I don't think she's questioning this any longer, whether it's right. Now she's looking at it through a whole different lens. Why? Because the act of contemplating just that one key set off a chain reaction of contemplating some other aspects of herself. And that opened her up to an entirely different viewpoint on where she can go with her business how she can maybe approach more PR, how she can approach her brand, how she can approach her relationships. And this is 
how it starts. So even if you start by questioning whether something is right, even if you start by saying, this sounds like bullshit, (laughs) but it gets you thinking and it takes you into the next step of just saying, huh, and getting you curious and just taking you down where you try a little bit of it. You try a little bit of the mechanics of the human design aspect. You contemplate a little bit of the meaning of something that doesn't quite make sense to you using the gene keys. You can use human design for that as well, but the gene keys, I think it really helps when we get down to, to the gates, to the channel, seeing how the, the energy of each of these gates is working with us. And, and the gene keys to me is, is that internal blooming. And the and the gene and human design is this mechanical system of this is how I become more productive. This is how I dance with life. This is how the right opportunities come to me and my gifts can be used out in the world. And the gene keys is how the gifts bloom inside of you, become a higher frequency, a higher expression of each of these unique energies that you have in you that are authentic to you. And it gives you a specific placement for them. Certain ones can be used for your voice. Certain ones can be used for your branding. Um, there, there's It's this beautiful journey that the Gene Keys takes you on of self-exploration. And the truth is, is that if you even go halfway, if you even take dip a toe in this water, it will start to change you and help you evolve in ways that the ex the external world never could get you to. It's this this beautiful unfolding. So even if you're questioning it, so can your human design be wrong? Sure, check your dates, check your times, make sure that everything looks okay, that you have all of the correct information, and then just start to ask with some curiosity. Like like I always say, approach life with curiosity instead of criticism. Approach everything that you do with curiosity instead of criticism, and it will have the most profound effect on you. So look at your chart with some curiosity. Dive into it. Get a reading. Read some blogs. Whatever feels right to you, but allow it to do what it's meant to do which is bring you closer to loving yourself. Ask yourself, where am I judging? What am I judging in this chart? Does it not feel real or do I just not like it? <laughs> is this is this something that rings true to me, but I'm afraid of? Does this somehow ruin my plans or some idea of what I feel I'm capable of achieving? Does this somehow make me feel like my dreams are not possible? Because that's the, those are just, that is just your ego getting in the way. So just open it up with a little bit of curiosity and trust that it is leading you someplace and it's leading you home to who you are. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you haven't run your chart already, please go over to our site and run your chart there. We'll give you a free advanced chart, which most of the other sites will ask you to pay for. Um, we'll give you information in there for free with the, that the other ones charge for. You can go to nicolelano.me forward slash chart. 
Um, and if you, and then we also have, if you sign up for our email list from there, if you accept the invitation to our email list, you also get some free information, some free videos on your type and strategy that will help you start to navigate your human design. And please, if you love this episode, please take a little screenshot, share it on Instagram. I'm at Nicole Leno official. Tell me what stood out to you in this episode. You can also DM me because I love hearing from you guys. Let me know what what really resonated with you in this episode. Let me know what is it that you love about your chart and what is it that you wish was different about your chart? Because honestly, the thing that you wish is different will probably have the most expansion possibilities for you. So I'd love to know what those things are. Have a wonderful rest of your day, everybody. I hope that this finds you well. And remember, you are only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. So go out there and be limitless people. I'll see you next time. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to stay in touch with us, we would love to have you as a part of our Facebook community, Practical Manifestors. It's a community for process-driven women looking for clear and actionable steps to embodying a life of wealth and alignment. Join us at Practical Manifestors in Facebook or go to www.innerceogroup.com.